Hey everybody, welcome back to One Hit Wonder. It's Evan, and today I'm doing an episode in honor of the Oscars, but I'm not going to talk about a song that uh, came out of an Oscar movie this year. I actually want to talk about 1977, when Star Wars was first released. We're going to talk about uh, the main title, Rebel Blockade Runner. So feel free, uh, take a second, watch the movie, and then come back. Okay, everybody, what is up? Uh, Like I said, today I want to talk to you guys about movie scores. I think uh, with the Oscars kind of happening, and I say kind of because I didn't really watch them, and it's, I don't know, I have always appreciated movies, but lately, I think with like the price, I don't know if you guys have been to a movie theater and like gone to see a movie, but like the price of going to the movies, it's insane. It's an insane amount of money. I can't imagine like paying for kids to like go see a movie now because I, so I went, granted, the last time I went to see a movie was Jurassic World 2. So that was like, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what Jurassic World 2 is called. It's like fallen something. Um, actually, now that I talk about it, I remember I went and saw Black Klansman. So I did see an Oscar contender, um, which I think should have won, but that's a different conversation for a different podcast. Um, but anyway, I spent like th- like 30 bucks at the movie theater between like my ticket and I got a drink and candy because I'm a sucker for sugar and like it was it was 30 bucks and that's that's an insane amount of money. So, I got to figure out how to get onto the free download things, but then that's a whole other thing cuz I don't really want to do that. I don't encourage anybody else to do that because it's, you know, kind of a crime. Um it is a crime. It's not kind of a crime. But anyway, so movie movie scores are really difficult because there are I have experienced a few different views but really they kind of boil down to two either the music doesn't really do anything for the person unless it's like a like a pop song that they can relate to with like words and and rhythms and stuff like that or like there are people who are so into the music and so understand what the music is saying and what the music is doing instrumentally that they don't need words. They don't need, you know, you can watch a a silent film with just music, which technically isn't a silent film, but you get the idea and that those people get it. I think I'm kind of in the middle, probably leaning more towards the music being very important. And I think that stems from watching Star Wars because uh, in my memory, Star Wars is like one of the first movies that I remember watching. Um, Like I can point to the memory of watching Star Wars for the first time. It was a Saturday. It was kind of cloudy out and my parents had gotten me a bunch of Star Wars toys and I was like, what's Star Wars? And my dad put in, at that point we had the 1997, 98 VHS release and so we watched that. Um, watching it the first time, I, I can't remember any scene, but I vividly remember the, f- the time you see um, Darth Vader come up and fight an individual. And I, I, I am gonna, I'm going to dance around the movie because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. And I know... I don't know how many of you there are, you sad, poor souls. I know I'm, I'm engaged to one of you um, that has not seen Star Wars. Um, and it, it makes sense. I, the reason Olivia and I, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, but I try, I try to justify it in my mind. It, 
she, so Olivia, if I could speak for her freely, I'm sorry, Olivia, she does not like the music because the music puts her to sleep and that's understandable. And I think a lot of people that don't like movie scores that are instrumental and orchestral, they don't like them because they're very like classical music puts them to sleep and, and classical in the sense of like the, the overarching genre, um, which is fair, but as a true diehard, as a diehard Star Wars fan, I like can't fall asleep. I get goosebumps. I just the song that I want to focus on with the main title, "Rebel Blockade Runner," um, is like I get goosebumps every time I listen to it. I listened to it a couple times preparing for the show, and I was like, "Dude, like, God, I just want to watch it." Um, but anyway, enough about such a broad topic of Star Wars and movie scores. Let's kind of hone in a little bit here. I picked. This one, uh, this was like, it just made sense. Like I said, this was one of the first movies that I remember watching. Uh, This movie, it just makes sense to talk about this movie score first. um, And specifically the first track of this score. Um, I can talk about, I almost made a Star Wars podcast. Like I love, I love Star Wars. I love the inspirations from previous stories, the twists and the turns um, and the music is such a big part of that. And specifically, I think for this first Star Wars movie, the work of John Williams here to just put, he puts space into music. He, he uses this bound and regulated human construct to kind of, I would, I wouldn't say explain, I would say describe the boundless adventures of space. Um, and that's what all throughout the Star Wars films, I think that's what he does. Um, I can't think of the other conductors off the top of my head that have done the anthology films. So that's Rogue One and Solo um, right now. So like those and those scores are equally they they take very well they take very well after the work of John Williams in the saga films. Um, uh, so main title, uh, it was released, the film was released in 70, 1977. Um, my dad was in, was in line at the theater and saw the first one in theater in 77, which is pretty cool. Um, he was a big fan and that's kind of how I got into it. And now I'm way I I there have been points in my life where I've been way too far into it but that's okay um it actually won an Oscar so it kind of makes sense to talk about it um right now with Oscar season I mean Oscar season's over but with this song and this score winning an Oscar for John Williams in 1977 78 whenever I don't I don't really understand the Oscars like I said I haven't been too far into them ever um and Star Wars like changed everything. The documentaries that I've seen, um, the film itself kind of, they were talking about stuff that nobody talked, like they're referencing starships and uh, uh, they talk about light speed and they talk about, it's so funny to watch, like I don't, I've seen so many documentaries about it of like them, of like Harrison Ford, his audition tape and he says these words and he says them in such a way, like he does. He said he mispronounces hyperspace or mis, mispronounces something that geeks and nerds now take for granted. And like I think, I think it's kind of permeated all of culture that we can kind of talk about some of that stuff. But in the seventies, it was like, what? What am I reading? And it was just, 
it's just really interesting. Um, but I got to focus. I'm sorry. I have to focus. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to talk about anything else other than just the main title and just the Rebel Blockade Runner portion of the song, which is only about half another minute of the two minute track. Um, John Williams is a phenomenal composer. Um, he, his big trademark sound is he, he loves brass. He, he's got a lot of brass whenever he does stuff. A lot of, um, like even, uh, I would, in my mind, I think about like the Harry Potter score. Um, and if you haven't seen Harry Potter, highly recommend uh, but the Harry Potter score, even though it's a very, it's kind of delicate and light and airy at points, especially in the main theme, um, that there's still that trump. There's at least a trumpet in there that you can hear, and then it, it grows, obviously. But with Star Wars, it's just like boom trumpets, um, boom brass, and it is, it is, um, it's so cool. Like I, I feel like a kid talking about it. I remember, um, so. The interesting thing about Star Wars is it's kind of an opera. I've heard people describe it as that, and I've had conversations with people, and I kind of am in that group as well. The music so much intertwines with the story, and it's not a musical because there's people, there's not people singing, thank God, but there are, there are points in the movie where the music does all of the talking. Um, there's a scene in uh, A New Hope specifically where one of the characters is standing there looking at the sunset. And if you've seen Star Wars enough, if you you know exactly what I'm talking about in, in the music right there, just, I, I can feel it. I, I can't hear, I can hear it in my head, sure, but I can feel that. I can feel that. And um, it's something that I look for in every movie score. I don't compare... When I listen to music from movies, I don't compare them all to Star Wars because that's ridiculous because in my, Star, my mind, Star Wars is going to win every time. But I think John Williams is a fantastic composer in the sense of like he does a phenomenal job of getting the feelings through the music. And, and so with this track specifically, um, so you've got the main title portion, which is like the Star Wars theme. So that's the... Um, and that main title is in every Star Wars film. The anthologies don't feature it. They kind of feature the theme sometimes in little really subtle ways. But um, as like at the beginning of the film, like this is the first thing you hear. You see on the screen a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then you hear the the blare of the brass. Um, and the Star Wars in yellow kind of fades in. And then you get the the scroll up and the, the kind of precursor text, if you will. And during that whole time, you're getting that main title music. And uh, like I said, it gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. Um, friends of mine will remember when episode seven came out in, oh no, was it 2015? Yeah, it was 2015. Um, when we went and saw episode seven in the theaters, I was literally crying when the music started. Um, and, and that speaks to how much I like Star Wars, and I hope my rambling of, on this is going to speak to how much I enjoy Star Wars as well. Um, it It is just, I think, like, I remember being a kid and listening to it. I remember being a kid and hearing it and being like, whoa, Star Wars, got to check it out. Um, like, 
just the it's a, and it's triumphant like it's a joyful it's that it just is like like yes adventure is here kind of vibe you know and uh it you get that way i think i got to talk one song at a time i'm not i'm not going to divulge into john williams's other tra- other stuff but in his other movies he does that a lot too with the brass but with this one specifically it's like like you're getting into this i can't imagine watching the first star wars for the first time and being like what are we getting into like this is big and loud and and i think you know you think about star wars and and it being in space i think my mind goes to when i listen to the bigness of the orchestra and the music that it's like space is big but we're gonna go out there and we're gonna have a good time you know and um i I, I, like I said, I, I get goosebumps every time I listen to it. Um, and it's probably the nerdiest thing. One of the nerdiest things about me is when I get into Star Wars. And uh, I'm sure there are others. Olivia, thanks for the shout out. Um, but I, I, I also think like Star Wars kind of sets the example of like getting into the movie. Like, th- like the first the first bit of the movie right here, we're going to stat like, this is our foundation is this, this feeling of adventure. Um, not necessarily a feeling of success, but a feeling of like, yes, like this is us. We are going out. Um, we are going to do this thing. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, just do it kind of vibe. Um, only a little, uh, nah, probably a little harsher. Maybe not with words, but just with the sound, the general, the blaring of the trumpets. I always, I love that. Um, well, so, so he just goes through, uh, it's, it's the main, the main title slash theme is like, that's the star Wars. That's the star Wars music. You hear it at the beginning. Uh, you hear a reprise of it at the end of the films. Um, and by films, when I say films, I'm going to say saga films because the anthologies are very different, differently structured. They fit into the saga, but they're not the saga. Um, they're good fillers, just like Clone Wars, the TV show, Rebels, the TV show. Um, there's the new one, Star Wars Resistance. Um, those things all kind of fill where the saga is, or fill where the saga isn't, rather. And um, they do a really good job. The creative teams behind those shows and those stories do a really good job of of taking what they need without being trying to be what they aren't which is the saga um and i think you know this this song and john williams's handling of the music in this movie specifically kind of set that foundation of like this is us we are separating ourselves from everybody else and you know when i think about it the opening scenes of this movie with this music influence a lot. Like I said, I think this is this is one of the first examples in my mind that I can think of of that of that beginning orchestral score setting the tone for a for mo- a movie. I think I can't think of any more right off the top of my head. I mean like I'm sure there are like like generalizations or not generalizations, that's not the right. Um like orchestral overviews of like what the what the music is gonna do but um i i'm thinking when i say that i'm thinking of fiddler on the roof which is also john williams where or like a musical 
where at the beginning, like they just play through little themes, like the, they play through the main theme of each tr- piece that you're going to hear throughout the show. Um, and they kind of do that. I, the other example I'm thinking of is the old animated Peter Pan, like the old animated Disney movies, really, that kind of they kind of give you a little taste of all of the music before they actually get into the movie. Um, but I think for me and sticking to Star Wars main title slash Rebel Blockade Runner, really the main title of Star Wars just says we are in Star Wars and this is what we're doing. And for that to happen in 1977 when this was a brand new thing is really bold, I think. And obviously it panned out like Star Wars has in, has intertwined itself into American culture whether people like it or not, um, it's there. And I think, like, to think back on just kind of just John Williams just diving in and saying, this is what it's going to sound like. And and it worked, and it nailed, he nailed it perfectly, I think. You know, Star Wars was a book before it was a movie. George Lucas wrote it um, before it was a movie. And with that, it's like, like, John Williams, like, I don't know if you read the book. I, I didn't do much research into this because I feel like it's such a pure emotional song. Um, it won an Oscar, so it was a pure emotional song for a lot of people, and it, and it encapsulated the story. It did so good as a song that it won an award for movies. Like, that's how good of a song it is. That's how good of good John Williams did creating this music and bringing it to life. Um this is, and I'm just talking about the main title. Like, this is only a minute of this track. The other minute, the Rebel Blockade Runner. Um, so this is kind of like in in every saga film, there is the main title, and then there's a little bit that kind of sets you up for where you're at in the story. So the the main title gets you into Star Wars mode, and then the little introduction gets you into specific spot in the story where we're at. And so with Rebel Blockade Runner, um, if you haven't seen Star Wars, please at least pause the podcast right now and watch like the first two minutes of it where um, I don't even know if they have it on YouTube. They might. I don't know. Probably not, though. Trademark laws and all that jazz. But in those first two minutes, there are two ships pursuing each other that the music is... You're, you're you're listening to the music and you can't help but be like I should be rooting for the little ship uh, like they like the one the one ship ahead is smaller than the other big ship and it the way the music kind of plays in there it's a little it's it's menacing and it's scary and the big ship is shooting at the little ship and like just the way John Williams uses the music, to signify that like you're not told anything all you're seeing is a planet space and two ships and you see a little ship and a big ship and the big ship is shooting at the little ship and the little ship is kind of shooting back at the big ship and you don't know who's who what's what what's going on all you're seeing is that happening but you know that you you're the music is is pushing you to root for the for the little ship. It's pushing you to feel fear of the big ship, which puts you in the little ship. You know what I mean? And so um, that, to me, speaks... Just that moment right there where you're listening to 
you're listening to this, the Rebel Blockade Runner section of this track. It's less than a minute, or it's about a minute. I don't, I didn't write down the specific times. You're listening to that, and you hear it, and you're like, wow. Like, I don't know what's, I don't have any idea what's going on, but I'm invested. I don't have any idea what's going on, but I know it's important. Like, the the weight of the, the weight of the brass comes in there, and the, like, the timpanies, the whole orchestra really come together, and it's like, like dire, like dun 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 dun. Like it's just like, it just is like this is serious. Um, I wouldn't say this is real because obviously Star Wars is not real, but sadly I know. But I'm kidding. I couldn't. I don't know what I would do with a lightsaber. I'd probably be dead by now. But what can be known is that the music serves the story more than it serves the artist. Um. The and I think with movie scores to kind of bridge off of that and like we'll talk about movie scores. I want to. There are other movie scores I want to talk about. There are songs that I associate more with movies than with just not than just the song itself. Movie scores to be successful to win Oscars to do their job have to serve the story. And I don't, I didn't go into, I'm not in film, I'm not in music production. I just listened to it enough and I've experienced movies with bad music before. I've experienced poor music decisions in movies before. Um, like there are points, there are points in modern movies where it's just like, you know, maybe, maybe not there. Um, like I can think of the really big blaring example of that. And this is one hit wanderer is kind of falling to the wayside right now. Cause I'm talking so broadly, but in guardians of the galaxy volume two. So if you haven't seen guardians of the galaxy, basically the music is what the main character has like the feet, the there's some orchestral scoring there, but most of the music in the movie is off of a uh, cassette tape that the main character has. So in volume two, like there's an, the ending of volume one into volume two, you're like, okay, we're going to expect new music. And there points of the story don't line up with the continuity of the music. And, and it's a really little nitpicky thing. And it's like a really, it's a very geeky like catch. Um, but, and I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm trying not to spoil it, but like they're listening to music that we didn't hear in the first one that we probably should have heard in the first one. And so it just is, it's a little upsetting to me. I think I, I take the music a little too seriously in movies. I'm definitely leaning, I'm more leaning towards that first camp that I mentioned earlier in the episode, but also like that's, that's how important I think the music is to the story. Like you can have a movie with no music, um, where there is so little influence on the sound from an instrumentation standpoint. It's all about sound editing. It's all about the actor's performances. And those are good movies. Those are movies that do phenomenally well. Uh, right now, I can't think of any. The only example I can think of is Fences with Denzel Washington. Um, and I can't think who was with him. Uh, I think it was Viola Davis. Um 
where that was like a play that they put on the big screen. Um, but I, I, I don't want to speak for that not having music because it might have had music and I just don't remember it. I saw it one time a few years ago. But like movies like that, that the music isn't really an emphasis, can be successful. But I also think that you have to have something that allows the audience to feel the emotion without the emotion being explicit. Um, you don't have to sit, like with that scene. Go, go take go back with me to the scene in in A New Hope where the character is standing on the hill looking at the sunset. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Like I said, but if you haven't seen the movie, the situation for this character doesn't look horrible. It's not a bleak. It's not. It's not a like he's not dying. He's not to this point where he's lost anybody or anything that's important to him, what has happened is his plans aren't going the way that he wanted to. And he knows there's something more out there, but he also knows that he can't do anything about it. He can't attain it. And so what the music does, like we get to see his face and we get to see the beauty of the sunset. And, and the scene is very, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous scene. But what the music does is it makes it like you feel it in your heart. You hear it and you feel it in your heart. You think it in your brain. You're not just you're not just seeing it. Um, you're experiencing it. The empathy, the music in Star Wars um, helps in, in John Williams's craft with the music of Star Wars and with the music of orchestral scoring in film is what allows us to not only see the film but experience the film. And, like, I don't think I take that for granted. I think there are films where I take that for granted. But I think it's something that a lot of people take for granted that can definitely enhance the movie experience. I, 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 am, I am a bit of a movie, a, a movie hog. I, I love going to the movie. I love watching movies. I love taking stories and media in that way and because there's more to it than just the written word I I like reading don't get me wrong but with a movie you're seeing the things and you get to hear the music and you get to experience it so much differently than if even just if somebody was telling you a story telling you the story if I told you if I just read you the synopsis of Star Wars or like just read you like the script like it's not going to be First off, it's not going to be good because I'm just reading you the movie. But it's not going to have the same weight. Those scenes of importance, just even just the beginning with the Rebel Blockade Runner, isn't going to have the weight and the gravitas of what it did in the film because partially because you're not able to see it presented to you, but you're also not going to be hearing what, what is believed to needed to be heard, uh, if, that's what I, if I'm saying that right. Um, let me put it a different way. If you're not hearing the music, you're missing a chunk of the story. If you're just watching the movie without any music, without any sound, you're missing a chunk of the story. Movies are movies use music to tell the story now. They've always used music to tell the story. Even in silent films, the music told more of the story than the words did that popped up on the screen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up how silent films were made. I, I mean, and that with movie scores in general... 
to just look past them, to just say they're just in the movie to kind of enhance, I think that's I think that's wrong. Watch watch the film Baby Driver, and not not want to be more interested in movie scores. And granted, that's that's less orchestra, that's more pop, that's more like um, band music than orchestral music, but it's still. It that does the. I think it, if you want to become a movie score a fo, movie score a holic, watch Baby Driver, um, two thousand eighteen. I think two thousand Baby Driver two thousand eighteen. Um, that that movie does a good example is a great example of the music enhancing the story. Star Wars, every single Star Wars film is a fantastic, fantastic example of music enhancing the story. The music doesn't take you out of the story. The music doesn't take away from what's happening on the screen. The music enhances it and, and puts a, the story under a magnifying glass and says, check this out. This is important. This is what you need to see. This is what you need to hear. This is what you need to feel. Um, and that's kind of my that's my 29-ish minutes about movie scores and, and Star Wars specifically. Like I said, if you haven't seen Star Wars, uh, I know this isn't a movie podcast, but please watch it. Check it out. If you don't like it, that's okay. Um, I mean, check it out. I, I would recommend starting on episode four, which is the one that came out in 1977. It might be easier for you to start in on episode seven, which is the most recent one. So it's kind of, that one definitely follows modern movie, modern movie construction and storytelling a little closer. And so it might be a little easier for you to get into rather than a 1977 movie. Um, but wherever you start, like this, these are stories worth being told. And this is music worth being experienced. Um, the main title, Rebel Blockade Runner for sure. But then all of the other songs and all of the other pieces that John Williams has created for this universe, just do a phenomenal job. And you kind of get to a point where when you're like, I am, I am to the point where I can listen to the music and tell you what's happening in the movie. Um, I don't need to be watching the movie. And so that is probably a little unhealthy and it probably means I've watched it a little too much. But at the end of the day, that, that has, that is how much this music has impacted me. So, um, I highly recommend listening to the score. I highly recommend seeing the movie and then listening to the score. Um, please reach out to me on, on Instagram at one hit pod um, or, or on anchor or email me or what, whatever works for you. Like talk to me. What's like, what's your favorite movie score? What is your favorite movie soundtrack? Even if it's baby driver, like solid pick, solid pick for sure. But then there are other scores. Who's your favorite movie composer? Hans Zimmer does a phenomenal job with the dark Knight trilogy. Um, I think that's Hans Zimmer. Now that I say that, no, yeah, it is Hans Zimmer. Um, the, the superhero movies have great examples of, or of orchestral scoring, as well as the, the melding of popular band music. Um, you get movies from the way back when that the music isn't phenomenal. Um, but yeah, let me know. I want to have a conversation. I would love to talk to you a little bit about, um, what your favorite movie music is, um, where your influences are in terms of your, tastes in movie scores whether you think it's better to go with lighter less music or with as much music as possible maybe even too much music whatever if there's such a thing 
Um, as always, I appreciate you guys checking us out and listening. Uh, feel free to go back through and want, listen to other episodes, watch other episodes. <laughs> Funny. Um, feel free to go ahead and listen to other episodes. I've got more content on the way, like always. Um, follow us on Instagram, One Hit Pod, like I mentioned before. Uh, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, please leave a review. Love to hear your feedback. Love to hear from you guys. I appreciate you uh, supporting me, supporting the show, and I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon. Have a good one.